Hello, and welcome to Huzzah, a show about D&D beyond the rules. We hope to teach new players how to play while entertaining veteran players. Basically, we're here talking about everything but the rules and the dice. We're so glad you could join us, and we hope you enjoy the show. So everybody's here. Cool. Uh, Elora and Ianin have been on much adventuring. You've all been involved at some point as Ianin, and that was really great. I'm so glad. Once again, like I, we've had some people join since the last time I said this, but thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm so excited because I get to see you and talk to you. And also, this is gonna be the bomb episode. We're gonna have everybody in here. <laughs> so um, Ianin and Elora, they. Well, they showed up. He was kind of a campus security guard, and she was like a freshman college person, and crap was happening. So they go into the woods to try to retrieve this crown that's missing and necessary for the coronation of someone. Jeff, sorry. It's of the new king or queen of the elves. Exactly, the new king or queen of the elves. So they they find the crown in a bandit camp. The bandits are apparently working with drow, these dark elves, and the dark elf leader of the bandit camp is like, you know what, it's fine. Just take the crown and go. So they go back to the town, they take it to the sheriff. The sheriff is like, this crown has some sort of, you know, mumbo jumbo going on. Take it to this uh, druid leader of the council. So we go and we find uh, Elwyn, Elwyn Glowstrider, the name of the druid leader of the council at a, a nearby inn. We're like, hey, could you look at this? And she looks at it, she's like, there's something gross happening with this. I can fix it for you. And then we're all attacked by drow, or we're attacked by drow in the inn. We there's a bunch of fighting. We defeat the drow, she fixes the crown, and then, am I missing a bit, Jeff, before they go back out into the woods? Well, no, she doesn't fix the crown. The archdruid is the only one who can do it. Oh, the archdruid, okay. That's why you guys go go find him. So now we got to go find the archdruid, who is also necessary for the coronation of the new king or queen of the elves. We went back into the woods, we found a temple. It appears to be a temple to Lolf, because there's spider stuff happening everywhere. Uh, Go into the temple, there's a little bit of fighting. There was a priest, who I'm pretty sure is dead now. We'll have to find another priest so that everybody can... (laughs) Attack him. Anyway, we're in there. I think I actually need to probably heal up Ian in. He's apparently doing a lot worse than I thought. Alora is currently in spider form and Elwyn is... How rough does she look, Jeff? Oh, she's fine. I don't think she's actually taken a lot of damage, but she's uh, been less than useful. Okay, well, she was real useful in the end. But yeah, so you guys are all going to be a voice in Ian and head and Jeff's going to have to explain how that works. I am... Uh... Ripping a lot from a, a little-known independent RPG called Everyone is John, which is a game all about voices in the head. Pretty much, we'll have an initial role as we start this, when we actually start the gameplay session, to see which voice is in control of Ian to start. But every time you guys have to make a decision or want to do something with Ian where it's going to require a role, everybody's going to roll to take control at that point. Weren't we saying like every time he fails anything? It's every like time he fails, role. it's going to be another control check to see which voice emerges. But you can have internal dialogue amongst yourselves too. The voices can talk to each other. That's why we're like, we want you all on and bring the personality that you had with Ian and when you, when you played, if you remember that personality, bring that out so that the different personalities that we saw in the show can start to have arguments with themselves. Mm-hmm. If not, just go for it. And not just take what you want to bring to it this time around. Ah. So have fun with it. 
and I'm looking forward to this will be one of those few sessions where I don't have to do a lot of talking because the voices should do all the talking for me. <laughs> um, anyway, we, we thought we'd start the episode though with just kind of a, a kind of a fireside chat, uh, more or less talking about just role playing in general, you know, some favorite stories you have from different role playing sessions you've had and just kind of the joy of, especially in the time we're in, role playing is allowing a lot of people to have entertainment and socialization without having to rely on outside entertainment so without having to actually you know be in yeah. contact physical contact so um i think we'll do our uh i'm gonna record my my previously on after we get off joseph just on my own computer and i'll send it over to you later but we can have jocelyn do the typical intro and then we'll introduce everybody so yeah so is this where we introduce everybody then okay all right so you start with you jocelyn and me me or me, Joseph? Ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm Jocelyn. I'm playing Alora Starflower, the freshman college elf uh, who's been having a, a real interesting time in her first couple weeks of school. Hello. I'm the voice of Ian the lawful good. Looking forward to doing what's right in the world and doing what heroes do today. Hi, I am Jay Clark. I am also the voice of Enan. I believe in enabling the best decisions every time. I'm yes. fairly, I believe that the, the gods will guide us in the right direction. I'm Go Jacob, ahead. and I'm also the voice of, well, one of the voices of Enan. I will be the one that wants to solve all my problems through hitting them. It's a good idea. I am Tyler Kimberly. I am also the voice of Ian, and I am the awful neutral voice. <laughs> Didn't want to be involved, but was made to be involved. Uh, hello, I am Erin, aka Lady Nerdbird, um, and I, I think uh, I am the voice that tends to be more suave and just does what feels right in the moment. This is a good decision, too. Hi, I'm Jess, um, and I am the critical fail Ian who sweats a lot. <laughs> Which is pretty great. I believe in everything that you do. Thank you. It's mostly falling down. But falling down with purpose. <laughs> no. Falling with style. No. Style, yes. A lot of sweat mostly. He kind of slid down the stairs last time on his own slug sweat, just like uh-huh. with purpose. With purpose. And we cannot forget uh, Joseph, our intrepid producer. Oh, so yeah, I'm Joseph Feltz and I produce Huzzah. Um, this actually does remind me of a joke. Um, an archdruid and a priest walk into a bar. I forgot the rest. But we cannot forget Jeff. Jeff is the amazing DM who wrote this story. Oh, gosh. And it's changed about every episode. <laughs> <laughs> As it should. D&D goes. Yes. But uh, before we get into the game, we're just going to kind of... This is a uh, interesting time in in the world, uh, and as a result, uh, role playing games have really uh, helped a lot of people get through this time of social distancing. So I thought we'd just kind of go around. I have amazing players who have played amazing games and campaigns, and we want to share some of your favorite stories from your games or games you played in. And uh, Jocelyn, I think you should start because I should. You- yeah, you've got a couple good. Uh, you've played in a couple good games, so I have played in good games, but I want just I a moment, just stories. a moment, a uh, moment that really impacted you. Oh goodness! Can you come back to me? I, I kind sure. of thought I wasn't going to be in on this because I'm right. like always on this you know show. What? I, considering he was on when we talked about creating moments, we'll talk, start with Jake. 
I know he's got moments. Back in 2011, when I had no idea what D&D was beyond what I'd been told in seventh grade, uh, I started playing D&D Next. And all we had was no rule book. We had a packet of like 150 pages of paper that I had to hole punch and put into a binder. And that was awful. But um, I was playing D&D Next. And I was playing a druid. And I had no idea what I was doing because it was the first character I'd ever played in a setting oh like this. And we were uh, pirates, I think. I don't remember how my druid wound up on a pirate ship, but it did. And this was like the defining moment where I decided that spellcasters were going to be my favorite thing to play in D&D. Because at the time, what has become Thunderwave was a ridiculously strong spell with a... Uh, it was before they moved it to the DC being 8 plus mod plus proficiency. So I think it was at the time 11 plus mod plus proficiency to save. And so I wound up jettisoning uh, 13 pirates off the side of a boat with one thunder wave. Whoa. And that's probably like the coolest slash best thing I've done uh, in D&D. And that's my, one of my favorite stories to tell just because for me personally, the thing that sets D&D apart from a lot of role-playing games is the whole you can do whatever you want. Uh, anything that you can roll high enough to do, you can do. And so telling a story where I cast a spell and launched 13 pirates off a boat into the ocean is one of those examples where I just enjoy being able to tell people about that. Who's got a story? I do. I absolutely do. Go (laughs) for it. Um, I actually have two. If that's okay, I can tell. I'll tell you the first one first because uh, it's it's shorter. Um, this was this was back in high school, and we were playing a a homebrew style of D anD. d It wasn't actually D anD. d but it was based on that. Um, and I was just in for one session. I was just a drop in, um, but uh, we were fighting orcs on skis in a mountain, <laughs> and I managed to knock one of them off balance enough that it ran into a tree and it did enough damage that it died. And Whoa. thus, we now have a sapling level two somewhere in that forest because the tree <laughs> got the killing blow. That's hilarious. Um, and then my other fun story is actually from, uh, so my current game is a mage game, but before that group finished, um, we were playing uh, a fifth edition game. And um, we were playing Princes of the Apocalypse. Um, so I won't tell particulars for, I don't want to give spoilers about that. Um, <clears throat> but we were at our final boss and we were getting our tails whooped. Um, we had, I, I was, uh, I was a, well, bleh, I was a wild magic sorcerer and I was out of spells. Um, we had no healing potions. We had nothing left. We were oh. on our last leg. And thankfully my character is, incredibly quirky which unfortunately got us into a lot of sticky situations before um but on the way into the last boss we found this statue who whoever took the gem out of the statue would turn into an ooze um but somehow i managed to make that saving throw because my character said "Ooh, shiny i need to get this um but i managed to make that saving throw and I just kept that gem in my bag. So as a last ditch effort, I threw it out of my bag at the boss. The boss caught it and turned into a slime and we commenced killing the slime and that's how we beat the campaign. Oh my word. That's awesome. Talking about how you can do anything if you roll well enough, that Mm -hmm. is an excellent example. Mm -hmm. Noise. Chadwick, you look like you have something that you're working on. I mean, I always have thoughts of stories, so. (laughs) I know um, you have stories. My favorite D&D stories or RPG stories in reality actually don't involve 
any uh, i'll give one from in inside of an rpg of, a, of an event that happened and i'll give one uh that's one of my my favorite rpg stories and i've got a, several of them like this but uh, i think my favorite rpg store uh story actually involves going to a, a game store um mm. i went in there just to like pick out minis and stuff because i was running a campaign I, I had a pretty good idea of a couple of things that were going on and uh, there's a, a guy in there who's uh, talking to the store owner and he's like, I, I got all these D&D books for like my birthday, but I don't have anyone to play with and just invited that guy over to, to play D&D and has been uh, a good friend since then and now has his own group and everything else. So uh, that's been one of my favorite D&D stories or RPG stories. It's not necessarily about the game itself, but about the, the lives and the friends that we get to, to make. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite in-game story from RPG um, this is also more around the people we play with because if I invite you to my table, I'm not just inviting you to to play a game with me. I'm inviting you to be my friend. So um, one of my favorite ones was we were just doing the Lost Minds of Fandelver. Um, there was a there was six of us playing, um, and this was the first time as a DM I ever altered the story. Uh, you're supposed to fight a dragon, and in, in part of like his hoard of a cache of items is this great uh, weapon. It's a great axe. And my first altering was changing that great axe to a bow because it was one of my players' birthdays. And that item, we, we ended up beating the dragon on her birthday, and that ended up being an, an item that she carried with her throughout uh, that campaign and on to the next when we like moved those characters from level 5s mm-hmm. all the way up to level 16s. Oh, I didn't know that if that was the first time you changed anything. I was, that was Galerwin's bow. That was a dope session. BTW. So, yeah, those were the first th- first alteration I ever made to a campaign. It really started breaking out doing homebrew mm-hmm. stuff was on that Yay! weapon. There you uh, go. Cool. Cool. Um, Jocelyn, did you ever think of anything? Oh, well, um, so I don't have, like, a particular story exactly, but I do, I do like me some dad jokes. And within a D&D campaign, I really like... Um, sort of doing something and it's kind of a gag and then I like kind of beating it to death. So for example, um, at, at one point my character walks in somewhere and is almost one-shotted by something that was under a bed. And so after that, she just always looked under the bed. And now like any any room she went into, she just look under the bed all the time. And it just became kind of a running joke. And so I guess it kind of feeds more into Chad's thing about um, I like the relationships around mm-hmm. the table and just kind of like, because it, it usually gets sort of a chuckle when I'm like, and I check under the bed. Jessica, you look pensive. You got something? Well, I have several, uh, but <laughs> we'll we'll start with one. So the episode I was on, we talked about um, how to play a jerk character without being a jerk player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the first. The first D&D player I, character I actually got to play, mm-hmm. I did create... Uh, entirely to annoy our DM <laughs> because my first character, I came to her, she said no. So I I basically said, can I just basically be like, can I just name my character Pippi Longstockings? And she said no. So I said, all right, well, her name is Pippa Tallboots. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a gnome pirate. And then my husband also joined the campaign and we came up with joint backstories for our characters where Pippa was his character's adopted mother, who didn't know she had been adopted, even though my character was a gnome and his character was a dragonborn. (laughs) And they had found each other when Pippa had bought an egg 
at a market intending to eat it and then hatched it. Mm. Nice. So we showed up and everybody else is like, I'm a paladin on a quest to avenge my family and I'm a druid here on a mission to save the planet. And we show up like, we're your neighbors. <laughs> now you just kind of have to deal with us. Mm-hmm. And also, even though my char- our character backstories were specifically that we were pirates, um, our levels weren't high enough to have any actual pirate skills or proficiencies, which is how uh, my lifelong pirate character didn't know how to sail a boat and oh, drowned the entire party. Wow. I like it. I like it. But that was the first character I actually got to play. The first character I actually made was in high school. Mm. Um, A friend, we'll call him G, wanted to try DMing at a local game shop. And it was a space adventure. It may have been Star Wars. It may have been Star Wars with the serial numbers fired off. Filed off, can't quite remember. (laughs) Off brand Um, Star Wars. But everybody else at the table, so G was like... 17, 18, I was 16, and the only girl who was going to be at the table and the rest of the people playing were older gentlemen. Mm. And um, I'm sure you've all seen or heard stories of such situations and how they can go. Mm -hmm. And I already knew these guys because they had gotten up to some shenanigans with another friend of mine who had also been the only girl at the table. So I intentionally made my character as incredibly unattractive as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. And the setup and planning was actually so disastrous that we had like a five hour block scheduled for the first session. And everyone was so late. I had to actually leave before Mm. we started. Oh, man. Um, so G took my character sheet and made her an NPC because he liked her so much. She was a space cocktail waitress in her 70s. <laughs> 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 um, and he decided that since she was the oldest member of the party, she should also be a higher level than everybody else. So she ended up kind of being the tank and just ah. used the cocktail uh, tray as a shield <laughs> and like mowed down everyone and was Captain America. <laughs> I, I, no, this is Wonder That's Woman. Amazing. I love it. Or no, I get so, a Captain America. I never sure. actually got to be in any of the sessions, but the character I created turned into a legend in that campaign. That's Your funny. character lived on. I'm imagining Rapunzel in her 70s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if she had also been a heavy chain smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Jackie next. Okay, so this has actually happened uh, since uh, since the quarantine started, but a little before that, I had a character who had been like lost on the astral plane for like six months while I was helping to staff the game itself. But because of some background details, she stayed in astral even when I started playing again. So her story kept doing weird stuff when she finally came back. About a month or two later, that's when, you know, everything happened. So I honestly didn't get that much playtime with her live. Mm. So I've taken her online within our organization. And my favorite moment with her two dates, even with, you know, her being crazy, dramatic in other life situations, my favorite moment has been explaining to somebody where she has been, Mm. what she has seen, and what she went through. And... The best part was one of the people I was talking to about it, uh, I actually had them on a face chat at the same time because we're doing this all text-based and having to explain the price she had to pay in order to get out of the astral plane, which Mm -hmm. was 
all the love and feelings she had for her paramour oh, um, because the emotions she felt for that person was so strong. Um, it was just like, you know, the perfect price to, to get out. And she didn't necessarily want to do that, but the city was kind of like, you know, crumbling into decay. So it's like, okay, so you can either pay this price, get out and let the city fix itself, or you can stay here to try to maintain the sinking ship. So uh, she made that hard choice. And while I'm like, you know, writing all this out, I'm watching the face of the other player who is in that scene and just watching them like, you know, you know, interested, reading, reading, and then, oh my gosh, this abject horror in just so many raw feelings. And uh, I was told later that I, I traumatized everybody in that scene just from how the description went down, which it just really kind of goes in line with my personal style of play. Yeah, I like to tell a story that is about my character and what I'm doing, but if I can impact others with that story or help them tell their story, mm -hmm. that is that is my gaming cocaine right there. Appeals. Yeah, I, I love uh getting to hear about other people that do like more in-depth emotional uh role play as well because like yeah the fighting is really fun you know being silly is really fun um but having those like emotional connections is just something mm -hmm. that makes the game so much more rich oh, oh yeah. absolutely like just give me those feelings all day long it's like yeah no I, I can tank on this yeah no i can destroy this thing but if i can help you survive but also emotionally cripple you at the same time that lasts a lot longer <laughs> And emotionally cripple you. That's my brand. Yeah. Tyler, it's your story. All right. Um, I've got quite a few actually. Uh excellent. So lately I would say um my favorite RP story is all of them. I uh I switched up <laughs> everything. Uh, I really switched up the way that I uh DM lately. So it's more entirely like to, up to the players what they do and they lead everything now. And I, I feel like I'm watching the best TV show ever all the time because I get to narrate it and just like watch all this stuff happen and it's amazing. So what I did is I um when you started asking everybody this, I texted my players in our group chat and was like, What's your favorite RP moment? <laughs> <laughs> for you and it looks like um a lot of people agreed um on one or two of them so we've had this npc in our game from almost the very beginning um i made him as like just a tool to get to the next step of the campaign and it's this little kid and basically the the gist of it is that he is the sentient part of a sentient weapon that's been brought out and they were going to go put him back in and then move on with the main story but everybody just fell in love with this character and so i've had to and they never put him back into the weapon they're <laughs> totally against that so like we're gonna drag this child all across the multiverse through so many characters he's always been there and he was recently killed oh, no. so one of my one of my players is playing two characters actually so he his last character uh sacrificed himself to save the rest of the party there was a I do a lot of stuff in the Feywild because I'm really into the emotion, Feywild, all that. Mm -hmm. um, so he sacrificed himself to this Feylord to save the rest of his party from being killed because they definitely couldn't have killed this dude. So he took his character and left and brought another one in. And the whole time, his last character, whose name is Nikon, uh, Nikon's been trying to figure out how to get back to them and get information and save everything. And so he finally met up with the rest of the party again. And they were trying to get something else for this uh this npc whose name is avenues and he ended up 
uh, going unconscious because they were fighting this thing that was like a reflection of himself. So the damage they were doing to the reflection was hurting real avenues and they didn't figure it out to the very end when they both went down to zero. And Nikon decided to try to, um, he was going to kill him and resurrect him because they needed to get the real soul of avenues back into the body. It's a big story. It's a long story. But he ended up killing him and then the resurrection didn't work. Mm-hmm. So we had this it was probably like two hours, this incredibly emotional thing where everybody was like processing this death and trying to figure out what to do about it. And Nikon fled. And one of the other characters, whose name is Tanlera, who's in this weird like relationship with the NPC, like chased him down. And there was this big confrontation and it was just so incredible and emotional. And it was the, it's the only time I've been DMing when I didn't know what to say next. So one of the, I, I, I kind of pride myself on the fact that it's hard to catch me off guard. And it's hard for my players to do something where I'm like, oh, yeah, well, well we, can, we, can, we can keep going from this. But I sat there and I was like, I need about five minutes to just sit here. I, I don't know what to do anymore. And I think a combination of me saying that and then the moment was real heavy. And everybody was so emotional. And it was so wonderful. And it's, it's been one of the greatest stories that I think we've told. And we still talk about it. Wow. And they're actually trying to figure out what to do about it right now, still. That's pretty cool. That's cool, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. pause second. yeah i was gonna say that's, that's kind of what heavy. happened that's what happened then too yeah, everybody's like everybody time, stopped and it was time. just well here i won't leave you on that so another time <laughs> they did they did a heist and it went way off the rails and they ended up um stealing actually it was something for avenue still he's so involved in the campaign and i like it and hate it because i didn't want him to be but he is um and they ended up giving everybody salmonella in order to try to steal <laughs> part of his staff. So they broke in and said, we're, we're cooks here and lead us to the kitchen. And they just poisoned everybody. And oh, so no. we had a big fallout of massive lines at the restrooms. <laughs> it was crazy. So that's, that's a little oh, bit man. of a happier story to leave you with. I was going to say, go. it's one of my favorite ones is when the players both gave me a plot hook and took it away in the same session. Oh, I was there for that. Uh, I mean, I wasn't in the game, but I was there. Oh no, yeah. This was a, uh, they were uh, rescuing a winery and decided and they had this horse that was prized by the entire party it's the only white horse in the entire country and they <laughs> parked him inside the winery parked him <laughs> and then they they uh because they couldn't take the horse inside but they put him in the uh wagon area and uh they went to investigate the winery and they were chasing one of the bad guys and the bad guy jumped onto the horse and was gonna get away with the horse and I was like, ooh, I can use this later. I can use this plot hook. But our rogue happened to roll two nat 20s in his, both his acrobatics and I believe his uh, something else to catch the rider. Yeah, to catch the rider and track him down. And I was like, really? All this happened in the span of like 15 minutes. I was like, you guys stink so bad. It was just one of those moments. I'm like, you gave me something and took it away, but the power of the roll, the dice rolls that everyone's talking about where they can do anything. Anything. Oh, I think I came up with a better story. Like what Chad was talking about, it was like the first time that he changed up something in a campaign. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the first time my character kind of became more real to me. Well, I mean, she'd been pretty real, but the first time I guess I tried to really like think from sort of inside my character was um, we were getting ready to go into this massive dungeon crawl and it looked like she was going to die. Like the, where we left them in the last session, it looked like uh, this character was going to be dead probably by the next session. 
So I was already starting to think about my next character and I was kind of starting to say goodbye to this character because it's like, a, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it. She's going to be gone. And so she actually wrote a will that she gave to another character in the game. And the uh, the will wound up never getting read. Thankfully, this the uh, the character did not die. But um, writing that will was was pretty cool because like I kind of left something to everybody in the party. And so mm. I, I was thinking about like how she related to everyone. And it, it was it was a fun experience for me, sort of writing a will. It's not anyway so it, it was it was cool like from a character development standpoint hey joseph did you have a favorite DD story um i think a lot of my favorite stories for DD, because my DD experiences are uh, pretty short uh i started playing in high school and but based on my availability to actually create a, a campaign or a uh get into a group that played regularly I just haven't had one of those, but I did used to work in foster care, and when I uh, would play with the kids, that was sort of my introduction for them to use their imaginations and find creative outlets to to do, you know, to, to play with their friends. And so I actually bought them uh, a lot of stuff that they could use, and they would come up with characters, and I came up with like a mock campaign, like I, I don't really have a lot of DM experience, so I just gave it my best shot. But a lot of my favorite memories from playing D&D was playing with them because I focused on uh, behavior. That was my role. And so they were able to sort of like experiment like good and bad decision making in this in these campaigns. I want to cut this guy's head off. And, <laughs> and I'd be like, whoa, okay. And so, uh, but a lot of my favorite memories come from that. So did everybody get to, did anybody have any more stories they wanted to tell or? Jokes. Nope. I, I only I have so much attention span. I could talk about mine for hours. <laughs> I was just saying. I think this could go all day if I we were just, to continuously talk about our yeah, stories. Say, I've yeah, got so stories. Many. Yeah, we could do a 24-hour charity live stream where I just tell you every time I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> just read them off a list. Like It'll be a long scroll, like parchment say, scroll. Just keep rolling. The thing is, see. yeah, that's the fun of role-playing, though, is the stories that come out of it about that one time that somebody did something to wreck the campaign. This one time at D&D Band Camp? <laughs> we did have a, um, in the same campaign where I played Pippa Tall Boots, which just kind of fell apart for scheduling reasons, so we're never going to get to resolve this story. Aww. Uh, but the campaign started as like two port towns with competing criminal underground empi empires mm -hmm. and ended with we were on a quest to find a dwarf in a thieves guild and curse him with a ring that was enchanted to give its wearer constant diarrhea <laughs> nice okay. and that's our that's where the party ended on our like this is our divine quest this is what we have all come together to dedicate our lives to is to find this one dwarf that did us dirty and make him <laughs> himself <laughs> He's got to face up to the wrong stuff that he done did. If you guys ever do another show, I think you would have a great time talking about uh, when, as like, you know, storytellers and DMs, when your players completely derailed everything and yes. what you oh, had to a, do. Yeah, no, because those are some pretty gnarly stories as well, and they are fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Right that You're down. rolling a lot of natural ones. I think uh, you should definitely do your 24-hour live stream but you should do it in like a slam poetry venue um and read it like that <laughs> yeah. i'd be down i'm on board i'm on board 
I'd pay to see that. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> I have done a lot of poetry recitation. There you go. Life. There you go. You are set. But I've, I'm, I'm not that person anymore. I've moved on. <laughs> the dark past, your dark D&D past. <laughs> I wasn't D&D. That was, I was in the speech club in oh. high school and did poetry recitation at competition events, and I have awards. Noise. Oh, it's a speech club. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Speech club. It's a forensics club, but when we say forensics, people think that on Saturday mornings we would all go to a school and compete to like autopsy a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> but it was from the root word forum for, and it was just it's just different public speaking events. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Cool. All right. Shall we move on to where everyone's in one dude's head? I think so. We're gonna Can't wait. Let's do it. Wait. Do y'all want theme music? Yes. If you got yeah, theme music, our theme song. Oh yeah! <laughs> I forgot. I'll see if I can. Do have probably the, the the Benny Hill theme song. <laughs> it's true. It's oh yeah. Who who posted? I'm pretty sure it was one of you guys posted something about like the way I understand it. All D and D is a heist. Like every single um, session of D and D is a heist, and the or and the DM gets to decide like what kind of like if you're doing a heist or if you're going here or going there, but the players get to decide the theme music so they can be like James Bond or Benny Hill or like the Pink Panther, just kind of. It is, at the very least, it's always a heist of the players trying to steal the story. Yes. That's true. True. Yep. Very true. Are we ready for theme music? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm doing the thing. Three, two, one. So everyone except for Jocelyn is playing literally the same character. You are all voices inside Ian's head. Everyone is Ian. We're going to do an initial check, and you can use the character sheet. It's just a... Let's see. Hold on. Let me get, uh, is the character sheet more guidelines? <laughs> than yeah, more, like rules, guidelines. It, more like guidelines. But yes. Uh, so I would like everybody... Except for Jocelyn, all the voices, because we're going to determine which voice is going to start in control of Ian. Going to give me a wisdom, yeah, let's take a wisdom save. That's what we're going to use. We're going to use the wisdom uh, save okay. as your control checks. So that's and a, it's, it, it's just a plus one if I'm looking at his sheet correctly. You roll your d20, and then you're just going to add one to it. Just yeah, add one. Yeah, I don't actually know where my dice are. Hold on. <laughs> You can use the a, Google dice roller. Yeah, I have a I have a random number generator. Are we putting the number in the chat or what are we doing here? Uh yeah, you can just put in the number in the chat. 
This is I not, assume we're just using the what's on the dice itself, since we all have the same. Yeah, modifier. just use the dice itself. Let's oh, see. I added the modifier in. Okay, so yes, you got an eleven. Uh, so 211s. Looks like Tyler's got the lead with an 18. Is that everybody? Yeah. No, no. Let's see. Yeah. Should be six of us. Yeah, I think One. that's everybody. So Tyler, he gets to start in control. How appropriate. Right, because he, he started the, the... And for all of you who are wondering, oh, Tyler created Ian and... <laughs> So. Oh, I'm sorry we ruined it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you mean made better, right? <laughs> no, not by the time I was done. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, like, so, so here's the, the scenario you have found yourself in, Tyler, as your voice reawakens and realizes you're back in control of Ian and Sonny. <laughs> you're in a dark uh, temple in a, a room with an altar and a dead drow priest and two dead snakes. Alora is there along with another druid. Uh, you do know that you are here to rescue the arch druid because you were aware of everything that else that happened and you were ex busy exploring this temple trying to find him. Uh, and I'm trying to find my sheet. There it is. Ah, I had to pull up my map. Okay. So... You guys are set to explore. Jocelyn? Yes. Sorry, I was trying to find my spider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Alora is currently in the form of a wolf spider. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh -huh. And then I, I I know everything that's happened. Right? So, yes, you, you do. So you have explored. <laughs> yes, you have explored this side of the temple. You could go back through the main area and go to the other side where you have not explored yet. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. Um, yes, and the well, other voices can talk to you. They okay. just they just will not make the the any test rolls or anything that you need to make. How big okay. of a wolf spider? Um so not like a house spider, more of a sort of dog sized spider. Oh my god. Oh so definitely not a that's so a really big spider. That's a that's a big spider. Throw a shoe at it. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's they... like a puppy. It's like a puppy. No, no worries. That's cool. All right. well, you guys okay. should all know it's me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, do all. Throw a shoe at it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, some of these voices didn't like you, Alora. It's true. It's true. <laughs> there were only a handful of voices that were actually nice to you. Yes. So, Tyler, I can't actually talk to you, but I, yeah. I have kind yeah, of been yeah. following your lead. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that you can hear me and understand what I'm saying. Um, so I'm gonna give like a spider thumbs up. So. Yeah, so I, I don't. Do you, do you click? Um, I let's, do let's, actually. Let's do a let's do a leg thing. Uh, so your left uh, front left leg for yes, and front right leg for no. Um, we killed this guy. Should we do something with the body? That front right leg. Front right. No, okay. That's left. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. No, um, it's my right. I don't know what it. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna go with. I, gonna go with. No. You got. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Audibly tell us which leg. Yeah. Your legs in control. If not, I'm just gonna guess. Yes, yeah, so I'm just gonna sort of clicking my right leg. Guessing has been really good for us so far. I highly recommend continuing with the guess. All right. <laughs> so, um, with that, I'm going to uh, like just look up pensively and then nod my head and say, "All right." So, I think the best thing to do is uh, to take this body and move it somewhere so it looks like he just died. <laughs> 
maybe he was just doing something. So in case somebody else comes through, they're not like, oh yeah, it's probably that giant spider. Wait, we that's a really good idea. Maybe, maybe like he died from fright and not. Oh, from us. oh! Do you have any empty potion bottles so you can make it look like he OD'd on something? That's, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do that. Grab do that, through do that. my. Probably through my pockets a little bit, and then uh, look at the spider. I'm gonna pull out this uh, potion bottle. Um, let me look at my inventory. Have we been keeping that up? Uh, uh, probably not. Yeah, probably okay, not. Okay, so instead, I look through it, uh, going to where I would keep my potions. There's no potions. There's definitely no potions. I'm gonna pull up my water skin and then dump it out to the side and then chuck it on the body. <laughs> I'm gonna give some spider leg clicks of approval. That seems pretty yep, good to okay. me. That works and then I'm gonna say um, maybe to. It's poison. Do you do poison? Poison. Yeah, Put poison spider. on it. Wait, do I have poison? Hang on. Hold it. Uh, can I take uh, one of your fangs? Yeah. We could. I mean, you can milk a spider, right? Spider. It's you fine. can milk a spider. Self milking spider. Let's milk a spider. I'll Come just here. sort of like spider drool on the body a little bit, just kind of like up near the neck. No, I'll just go ahead and bite him. I'll just go ahead and bite him. Like. Oh, and then as you, I'm going to say, that's what I was trying to avoid. I don't oh. know. He died from fright or poison. Oh, or both. Well, mm-hmm. now he's got the holes, so let's just leave. We have another side of this temple we can explore. Um, well, now that we've desecrated the so What about you, other druid? It really is a <laughs> What about you, other druid? Oh, let me look up the other druid stats. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do have one other person here. Not to try to leave you out of this. <laughs> what do you want to do here? Oh, let's see. Uh, druid, druid, druid. What do they have available? Uh, oh, let's see. Sorry, our dog was having a moment. Well, it's a disgusting drow, so I don't really care what we do with it. Oh, is okay. this Elwyn talking? Yes, Elwyn. Oh, All right, Elwyn. Dis- I, can, I can definitely get behind that. But <laughs> I will say that there are other people, maybe, who might come through here with a little bit more importance that might care what happened to it. So, And I don't want them to be like, we should find the people who killed this um, uh, elf. So that's why I was going with the poison. Can you do anything to make this look a little bit less conspicuous? Let's see. So you want it to look like he was poisoned? Well, now that he has holes in his neck. Well, um, actually, wolf spiders do have venom, so. They do. That's what I was saying. I was kind of drooling on him. Yeah. But then they do. They do have. Uh, they do have. I've venom. already bit him. And, so she's and the bitten holes him. Make it look like a holy site. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that voice. All right. So yeah, you can totally use the uh, the wolf spider venom that's there and should be fine. Self milking spider. Self milking. Okay. So why don't you do the poison into the mouth? And then also out of the hole, so it looks like it just went right through. So maybe it was like a like a burn kind of thing, like the poison just burned through. I don't know, but let's just get out of here quick in case somebody comes. Spider clickies of approval. <laughs> okay. All right. So you go back through uh, the way you guys came, and it can the hallway continues past where you turned off the from the from the entrance, so it can continue straight ahead, and you're going to come to a junction where there is a clearly a room in further on towards your front or you can turn right and go down a hallway this way uh, to uh, your right so i'd okay. like to crawl up on the wall like so i'm on the ceiling like sort uh-huh. of spider walk on the ceiling just to like the doorway of the next room kind of look in and oh the, the one right in front of you straight well, ahead or to your right because what i'm yeah i was gonna say well, to your right to the right yeah okay real quick i don't see the map. Am I missing something? There's no map. I, I'm doing this audibly. Because oh, okay. Cool. If Just you guys it. all had a map to look at, it would not. It Just would. Make it sure. Be, yes. So that's why I'm trying to trying to be as direct as I can be with directions. I was just making sure I wasn't missing anything. Nope. No map. Perfect. This is all theater of the mind. 
Attack boys, just keep your eye out for that priest, okay? Because right. we're going to need you soon. All right, so wolf spider. I think so. This room, uh, you're just looking into the room? Yeah, I don't want to actually go in. Okay, so the room has an unbelievably strong stench of acid. You see about, you see three drow occupying the room. Okay. Um, they're just kind of resting, and uh, looks like there are, uh, they have like mats rolled out so they can sit or lay on. Um and they're kind of just kind of hanging out, as it were. They're not really uh, really paying attention too much. More of kind of talking to each other. Nothing uh, nothing important that you're figuring out. Okay. And they definitely don't look like they've heard us yet or whatever? No. All right. I'm going to go back cross ceiling down onto the floor and try to kind of convey this to my compatriots. Uh, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Elvin and say, look, she's dancing. <laughs> That's a really good dance. You should compliment her. <laughs> Is that like one of those peacock spiders? That's a really spiders? great dance. <laughs> I'll be like, the, the spider will blush a little bit, but then just be like, okay. Like, Bleeding. Three words. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, so you got you can do with that what you will. I tried to convey um, it, but you know. I'm going to turn to, while this is going on, I'm going to ask Elwin. Um, so you're a druid. Um, can you speak with this animal? Would that, is that possible? Is that stereotyping? I think we're stereotyping him. That's not cool. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna nod knowingly that that's exactly what I'm doing. Nodding to yourself, just. Mm-hmm. Ellen, do you have that? Can you do that? Oh, uh, she does have. She can talk with the animal. Wonderful, Elwood. Let's do this. Okay. So what are you trying? So Alora, what are you trying to relay to your compatriots? That there are three bad guys in the room. I don't know if we want to kill them or not. So she says there are three bad guys, quote unquote. Okay. In the room. How are we defining bad? I think we really need to stop and think about this. Everyone who was in here before us is bad. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. That's a good point, Attack Boys. (laughs) We we should give them the opportunity to surrender. And if not, (laughs) surrender before we kill them. Because then they could be friends. Are are they profitable? Like, uh, we should look into this first. We should make a bomb. (laughs) <laughs> bombs are great let's do that all right well i'm processing all this information and i'm going to think to my other voices here i just want to circle back to the stereotype and say that maybe not all stereotypes about druids are bad i'm just going to point that out and then you I know like what? The you're, you're absolutely right we should branch out more more stereotyping is that what you're suggesting sure that sounds like a good idea. I'm glad you had it. I think if we get out of this, maybe we should look into like local seminars or something, but that's, we'll put a pin on that. We'll come back to that later if we survive. But for now, listen, bombs. Bombs. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tap my head knowingly and then um, look over at um, Elwin and say, so um, I have this really strong suspicion and maybe one of the voices in my head is telling me this and maybe one's not uh, because one of them just keeps yelling bombs. But... <laughs> I think that you have a good idea of what this place looks like and where we should go. And I'm not accusing you of being a drow sympathizer, but I just think you might have some kind of info here because there's three there and then we don't know what's the other way. And I have a feeling that you know what's the other way. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Elwin or Alora? Yeah, Elwin. Oh, Elwin. Uh, she has no idea what's anywhere, but she's more than willing to... I would she's... like to I'd like to insight check this, that she doesn't know where she's going. Okay. Uh, you get to make a check, and I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Do an insight check for me. 
Seven. Oh, seven. Well, uh, you believe what she's saying, and because you made a check, we'll go ahead and do a control check, too, to see if another voice emerges. Okay. So everybody roll a d20, except for Jocelyn. Are we adding a bonus or no? No, just a straight d20, because you all have the same modifier, so it doesn't really matter. Oh. Uh-oh. Can we roll off? Uh-oh. I believe... Jessica won that role, which means the bomb voice is going to emerge. Oh, yeah. boned. We are boned. Someone set us up the bomb. And Nothing bad. bad will happen. Oh. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> um, so. So now, yes, you, you, you do believe that the druid really doesn't know what's, where to go here. That's about First all you of can all, Ellen, shit. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to remember your name. <laughs> I tried really hard not to learn it. Ellen. <laughs> My bad for now you that might you be know a drow sympathizer. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no. They matter when you know their it, names. I'm, it's okay. I'm trying Feel to have a conversation. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm doing something right now. Elwyn. <laughs> You're getting some weird looks from I Elwyn right now. <laughs> I, uh, my bad, implying you might be a drow sympathizer. I totally, like, uh, that's not cool. But, you know, we're all under some stress. There's a lot of factors going on. Maybe we're not thinking um, the clearest. And also, maybe I shouldn't have told you that there's a bunch of voices in my head telling yeah, me. Yeah, we should nix the we part. Just saying. <laughs> that, was a, that was a joke. That was a joke. It was a great joke, too. When I was I mean, talking about really hard. Me, I meant myself and Alora and you and not like a party in my brain. That's what I meant. <laughs> Totally smooth that over. Also, do do you have a bomb? <laughs> um, she does not have a bomb. Druids typically don't carry bombs with them. Yeah, but do you have like do you have like something that could make a bomb? <laughs> or at least fire? Like oh, a big she, fire? She she well. She can then produce can... fire, but it's not going to be like a bomb. If you're looking for explosives, that's that's not something that's usually in the druid repertoire. Listen, I didn't. I'm not a druid. I've only very <laughs> recently learned to notice people other than me. <laughs> um. So okay, bombs out for sure. We're sure bombs are totally out. Unless you have something in your pack that can potentially generate that kind of explosive force, which I don't think you do. Um, only emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I no have, bombs. I have improvised. Can I improvise a bomb? <laughs> It'll be a blast. <laughs> I don't think that's how improvise works. We're in a we're in a cave? Yes. It's it's yeah, it's a temple Listen, built into Okay, the- so so, uh, saltpeter is found in caves, and that is used to make gunpowder. Okay. So. Okay, you're going to have to give me an intelligence check to see if Ian knows how to make a bomb. <laughs> this is a good idea. This is a what really I, good idea. Uh, what's, is that 20? It's yeah, a D20 20 plus one because you plus have a one. plus one to your intelligence. I got 16. You know what? You... Ian in for somehow knows how to make a bomb and uh, ah. yeah. So okay, I'm gonna make this a. Ooh. This wasn't supposed to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 
I immediately regret my no, decisions. <laughs> I, I believe in you though. It's okay. We believe in ourselves. I, we, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Way to go enabler because voice. You're, 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 you're mining. You'll have to mine the salt Peter a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nature check. Nature it's check. 20, D20 plus one. Okay, I'm just going to point out that if we're exploding our enemies, we might explode any loot that is on them too, and we are not going to have any profit from this whatsoever. Just just throwing that out there. Uh, I, got a, I got a six, so I don't think we're going to... I think no. maybe I just find some rocks. No, you find rocks, and I uh, need everybody, uh, all the voices to roll a D20, because that's a failed check, so a new control check. All right. Folks, I, uh, I, you know, I, I dreamed big. Oh, 20. oh, you got a nat 20 on it. Uh, I believe lawful good voice, AKA Chad is now in control. Uh, <laughs> uh, from bombs to prim and proper. <laughs> oh yeah. That I guy. To, I think you're muted there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. I don't do this lawful good thing often. So this is a, this is a, uh, this is new moment requires water. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is yourself. just a, a a silly aspect altogether. You two follow me. I will strap okay. myself right into the room with the these three drow. Okay. You three listen up right here. <laughs> Spider just like crawling in after. <laughs> <gasps> you should convince them that Spider is a representation of their their deity because we cause they do spiders and stuff, right? Yeah, yes. they do. The spider queen. Yeah, that was and, my thinking. Uh, throw your cape back. It'll look cool. <laughs> It'll look really cool. Do that. It'll make you look more important and throw points towards the side. I'm very majestic. When I'm all the here to, to find my friend. And one of your friends has already been in an issue with that. On, now, you can, you can guide me to my friend or you can end up like your friend. Either or, this spider here is on my side. And my understanding is... That spider looks very important. As as much as you guys love spiders, this one is on my side. Now, take me to my silly friend. Tell them their old friend was scared to death. <laughs> Are you trying to intimidate or persuade? Uh, shit. Um, persuade. <laughs> and really okay, important, Chad. Really wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let Let's see, see what persuade. our mods are. Nope. Not even good looking. I'm persuading them. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, you will... You, uh, fortunately, you have a plus three to your persuasion, so go ahead and make that roll. Really important, though. Chad, did you do the cape thing? Did the cape Not thing at all. happen? Ah. Not at all. I walk oh in here gosh. with confidence. I don't need a cape to make my confidence any different. Enable, 17 when you this. include my... Uh, it's a 14 on the dice, plus three. So you are successful at persuading them to, to surrender to you because you have a spider hanging out with you. Spider's still looking real important. Congratulations. They are going to take you to the final chamber of this temple. They take you deep inside. You would have rolled higher if you did the cape thing. (laughs) (laughs) Is there another control check because he made a check? No, because he was successful. Everybody else has failed their their checks. So so they take you to a a deeper down into the uh, into the temple, into a giant ritual chamber. Uh, you see uh, the female drow from the bandit camp, along with two other drow dressed in uh, dressed in uh, very nice, fancy robes. A week at her. And then the uh, a, a very elderly elf 
on the laying on an altar in front of the female drow. Um, your your drow companions say the uh, these fellows came in and say they have they wish to speak to you. Is this the person I'm here to rescue? The one on the on the altar is yes. Oh boy. What are you doing there? That's a silly place for you to be. Come on, let's go. Well, he's, he's out conscious. The female drow who's standing over him looks at you uh, and says... I'm uh, not listening to her. I walk over and I grab my friend by the ankle and just <laughs> try to pull them all. The braid them out. Really all idea. right, we're going to roll initiative on this one. This is going to be fun. Yes. Attack oh, voice must be so excited right now. Let's go. Completely. Uh, so we're going to go, uh, and, and how this is going to work is I'm going to have each of the voices roll their own initiative rolls. Yay. And, um, Wait, I have a very important question. How attractive is the female drow? Ooh, that's important. <laughs> I've already winked at her when I walked in, so. Uh, she's, she's not bad looking, I would say. She's good a, enough. But I'm, but good enough. <laughs> oh my. Whoa. How? How good looking are we? I feel like we're really good. We're, we're very, good that's, that's, we are very pretty. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like a wink is still a, a flirt. Like, I feel like we're All that right. good looking. All right. So, what did everybody get for their initiative checks? Oh. Oh. Two. Eight. Oh. Uh, do we have an initiative bonus? Yes. Uh, Plus one. Oh. Oh. I got eight. Sorry, I'll just type it in chat. Uh, Aaron got 11. No, I, I, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard for me to read it in chat. So. Okay. Uh, Jessica, what'd you get? 18. Wait, was that 18? Uh huh. Oh, nice. I think Bomb Voice might be in charge again. Attack Voice, what do we get? Two. Oh, no. Uh, Tyler. Eight. Enabler. I got a nine. All right. Oh wait! Yeah. So is everybody gonna get to be in charge? Like, yeah. Like so once I, I'm about to explain that. Uh, oh, sorry. And L, uh, Chad, what'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. And okay. I, I still have my friend by the ankle. And <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You should use them as a weapon. This is a great idea. <laughs> this is a phenomenal. Have the strength to do that. I mean, oh. we carry a two-handed weapon. I, I assume have we have the constitution right. to survive. We also have that. improvised. Oh, Laura, what did you get just for my uh, my sanity? The uh, twelve plus. I'm not looking at mine. Do it. Does my spider use uh, Laura's initiative? It's just, uh, you'll use yours for initiative, but it's just your initiative bonus, whatever it is. Okay, sorry. So it's twelve plus. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting there. Because no, I was fine. Spider. I gotta get back over to where I was. Uh, plus one, 13. Okay. Uh, I'm that. And so there we go. We're going to save this. Okay. So, so you got, what was that, Alora? I'm sorry. 13. 13. Ian, so we're using, since Lawful Good was in control, his initiative role actually goes into account here. But the other initiative roles are the order that you guys will be controlling Ian in. So Bomb Voice, you're actually going to have his first action. So that's what we wanted to know that for. And then she got a little one. Okay. And the rest of these can just... Uh... All right. So 
the female hey. the female drow sees you reaching for him and she's going to uh, retaliate with extreme prejudice. Oh boy. I'd expect uh, nothing less. Tell her she's, <laughs> she's pretty and that she doesn't need to attack us. That's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, so um, she's got, unfortunately she does have this wonderful, wonderful spell that she used on you last time, which, uh, is a, she's going to cast web on all, on all three of you. Well, oh, first date. That's kind of gauche. So, uh, yes. So. Massive, thick, sticky webs uh, quickly surrounds all you and your companions. They, uh, they do count as difficult terrain, and you are considered restrained. Not me. Not you, because you I'm are a spider. You are a spider. Uh, so there is a strength DC on this one to get out of it. And let's see. Laura, you're up. I'm up. Oh, um, well, I will wiggle my way out of this webbing <laughs> and crawl up a wall, however much movement I've got left for that. Okay. Um, and then, <laughs> actually, I don't know. Are we like in the middle of the room or? So the room is kind of a, it's kind of a square room. The altar would be more oh. on the other side of where the, the door you came in, probably two thirds of the way into the room. So okay, that's and we're you... at the altar. Well, Ian and is at least. If you followed him, you are all as well. I mean, I followed him into the room. Uh, so, so I guess I'm probably not near a wall. So scratch that. I'm just going to wiggle out of the webbing, and I will attempt to bite this first, the nearest drow. Okay. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Yeah. Ooh, eighteen. Uh. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. Do I add anything to that? Uh, As a spider? Sorry, eight, I'm a little unclear. 18? Yeah. Uh, uh, where's your wolf spider? I, I had it up. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think I have a, like, to hit anything. As a wolf spider, you would have a to hit roll. Well, um, I mean, I know I would still roll, but I don't think I have it's any a, it's a plus. It's a plus three to hit. Oh, sweet. So, 21. That will hit. Yes. And then uh, D6 plus one piercing damage. Ooh, six plus one is seven piercing damages. Nice. Uh, and then they have to make a DC uh, 11. Yeah, con saving throw. Con save? Poison, yeah. Uh, well, they failed. Wait, all right. So 2D6 with the poison damage on a fail is uh, seven points of poison damage. Okay, you have actually killed a drow. Woohoo. Congratulations. Well, they're technically... Thank you. Well, there it says uh, damage reduces the target to zero if, if the poison damage reduces the target to zero hit points. Target is stable, but poison for one hour. We should tell uh, her good job. No, to Build don't. up that confidence. I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't walk back the... They're dead. Don't walk okay. back on that. Okay, All so right. they're dead. Dead. Definitely dead. Ian, e you are dead. now up, and it is bomb voice first. Uh, so we are, we are webbed. We are webbed. I would like to try and break out of that. Okay. It is a strength check. I absolutely do not break out of that. 
What was the roll? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Um, it's a one without modifiers. Oh, well, Ooh. then, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a no. So, I get tired. All right. Uh, <laughs> so tired. Moving on, we have uh, another drow. Oh, boy. Who just saw his buddy get taken down by a spider. Heck, yeah. Which is basically them being cast down by God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the drow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna swing at Alora. See how he does as the spider. So you got to use the spider's AC, but I don't think it's really gonna matter. Cause... Uh, what is your spider AC? Thirteen, and he rolled a nine. So no, you are fine. Hey. And now it's your druid, Owen. Uh, yeah. And uh, for funsies, she's going to move herself into a Well, she's caught in the web, so she's just going to kind of turn herself to face just the drow. And going. she's going to cast Thunder Wave. Because she can. <laughs> yeah. Was inspired by attack voice. Yeah, it yes. was. Ooh. So they, uh, yes, they will make constitution saves, which I don't think is going to be their strong suit. Yeah. Well, the the lady drive made it, but the other ones both fail. So let's see. They take 2d8 damage. Nice. Which will be seven damage to each of them. And they are pushed 10 feet away from you guys. Boom. Literally. And... Egg bada boom. <laughs> that big one. Now it's female drow's turn. And she's actually turned her attention to the archdruid laying on the, tat, on the slab. Oh, oh. And begins uh, chanting words and puts her hands right on his head. Oh, no! So we're gonna move on to Alora. You are up. up. Time to do stuff. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after. Oh dear! And it's, it's Ian and is up next, and it will be it will be the uh, lawful goods voice his turn. Oh, I'm crawling ah, menacingly. Ah, crawling menacingly towards towards her, uh, but I'm probably not gonna hit because like it was a five and three is eight. Oh, you're at the uh, the big draw. Uh, yeah, female draw. Who's a, who's attacking? Uh, what was your guy. what was the uh, total roll? Eight. Uh, no, that will miss. Yeah, but I look menacing. All right, you look menacing. Uh, Ian, lawful good. Um, I'm still trapped, so that would be my action to get out of it. Uh, it would be, but you are within striking range. I mean, you're at the altar, so the altar's just wide enough to fit a body on. Gotcha. So to, she to, is, give, to give you perspective, you could reach her if you wanted to. She is speaking words over my friend right now, right? Yes. I'm going to make her stop speaking. Oh. I'm going to hawk a loogie into her mouth as she's speaking. Oh. Ah. Uh, okay, give me a... That is not lawful a, good. That's an improvised attack roll. <laughs> that is worse than getting webbed on the first date, man. That is... <laughs> <laughs> the crits with an 
with a loogie. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is some leftover energy give me, from me. Uh, give me, give me your uh, <laughs> D4 damage. I didn't expect to get this far. I need a D4. 2D4 damage roll with a loogie. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't expect to get this far. Hang on, let me grab a D4s. I wasn't expecting to use a D4 at ever. Um, maybe one of my new favorite moments. <laughs> uh, Chad, do you want me to just roll a D4 for you? Did you I got gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, because it's a critical hit, you get to roll 2D4 damage on a loogie. I got a 2 and a 3. A so you did 5 damage with a loogie. Wow. And that was spitting like at her mouth to get her to quit talking. So do we ever brush is... our teeth? <laughs> Absolutely not. Negative. Absolutely not. Okay. Also, I think I just threw up in my season. mouth a little bit. It is allergy season. We are extra phlegmy. <laughs> wow. So uh, one That's of the really drow, is, right yeah, one of the drow is going to move up and try to hit Ian after that because that's just disrespectful. <laughs> Did she stop? She stopped talking, though, right? Yes. For now, she has stopped talking because you spit at her. She was so and traumatized. To this drow rolled a twelve to hit Ian, and I don't think that actually hits. I think your armor is way too high. Yeah. Can I do a uh, repost from that? You can, because you are what? still in control until the next turn. Yes, you can. All we're right, gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna try to loogie it. No, no, we're grabbing the great axe. <laughs> I, I, I think I guess we could do that. Tell right. them that you have to ask them a question. <laughs> Do it. Deal with my axe. No. You gotta get uh, the quote right, or we don't sound cool. And if we don't sound well, cool, then is that's it That's really 12 right? on the dice. What does that mean? Uh, where's, 12, where's my attack roll? Uh, plus, you have a plus five to your attack roll, so that will hit. Oh, nice. So mm. roll your uh, your... 2d6 plus 2 damage. Just to clarify, do we have an axe? Oh, it's a great sword. Great right? axe. Okay. Or great oh. sword. Or you don't have an axe. You have a great sword. You know what? It might be in the shape of a great sword, but it has the spirit of an axe. There you go. It's it's, it's nine on the uh you find that on the dice. So okay, we can you, make you, it you a switch it. axe from Monster Hunter. I you mean. have you have successfully killed another of the drow. <laughs> <laughs> and quit Owen, chanting on my friend. Owen is going to uh let's see she uh she she's oh I gotta switch over to do something. Yeah, she is gonna do something. I just gotta switch over to the right place. Come because, on, Owen. Yeah. So Let's see, speaking of, she is going to. What's she going to do? She's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's going to cast Shillelagh on her. Yeah, Shillelagh. Actually, she's going to give Shillelagh because it, it's just a touch spell. It's a bonus action. She's going to use a bonus action to. Um, yeah, she's going to cast Shillelagh, and then she's going to swing at the one, speak, the one you just spat a loogie at. Yeah, she's feeling weak. Oh, she absolutely hits. So. Nice. She gets a, a D8 on that. So that's going to be... Yeah, she did uh, five damage. As much as your loogie. <laughs> wow. 
All right, so Big Drow is turn, and she is not happy, as, as you guys expect. Yeah, it's because uh, we didn't brush our teeth, and that shit's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so brushing did not happen. She needs to clear her throat after that, though, right? Ugh. Yeah, or is that a free action? <laughs> <laughs> she does need to clear her throat. Doesn't mean she can't make a, an action at to try and uh, do something to you guys. And let's see, we're going to do, yeah, we'll do a good old-fashioned witch bolt. Boom. Witch, please. Hey, hey, yeah. She does have to make an attack roll against Ian, and though. Which is, what's her spellcasting modifier? It's a plus six, so a 16 that will hit. Oh yes. You don't want her to hit. She's the bad guy. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about Elwyn. I don't know why I thought we were talking about Elwyn. <laughs> yeah, and Elwyn. Uh, so, Eden is going to take 11 points of lightning dungeon damage. That's not oh. good. Yeah, that, that's very bad. Uh, and now it's Alora's turn. Uh, how's Eden looking? Uh, he's been better. Been I think better. we're at like 21 right now. Did, did Anon get healed up before this session? Uh, no. So he was at 30. So <laughs> he was at 30. 31. Yes. Right, okay, so we're at 20. He's been okay. better. So can I, can I, um, I, can I cast spells as a spider or no? Uh, I do not believe so. Okay. Um, well. I believe so. It would be very hard for you to cast spells that use your hands when you don't have hands. Okay. Also, well, a lot of the spells are verbal. Yeah. Have uh, verbal true, components. True. So, um, is it an action to it's, to drop my spiderness? Uh, how does that work? Or is that like a bonus action? Now, do you really want to try to save us? I mean, we haven't exactly been the best to you sometimes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I bought her a drink. Thank you very much. <laughs> sometimes ENN's has been nice. Right? Have, Not I have shown her how to be awesome. <laughs> I learned empathy? I learned Did I? I think so. Did we? I feel like it works. I saved her life at the very beginning. <laughs> True. See, so for the majority of me feels like an affection for Nina. I don't want him to die this way anyhow. It's just not a good okay, way for people to go. That's what we call Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, we're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do we decide if it's an action or a bonus action to drop? Uh, you can spider? revert to your... Uh, it's a bonus action to revert. Okay, well, as a spider, I would like to uh, crawl towards Ian and then bonus action, drop my spiderness, and then... Okay. Uh, can I still cast the spell as an action? Yes. I just should have thought that through. Okay. Um, I would like to do Cure Wounds at second level. Okay. Um, oh, dear. I forget. Uh, so, I, so I roll a d20 for that, right? Or no? No. Not attacking. You, don't, you don't roll to hit. You just roll to... It's Cure Wounds at second level? Yes. So that's... Uh, 2d8 plus 2 to figure out how much he gets back? Uh, it's not plus 2. I think it's plus your spellcasting modifier. Uh, which is 2. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, 8 plus 2 is 10. He gets 10 back. 
Okay, so he's feeling a little bit better. And uh, let's see. And I'm not a spider anymore. So awful good went last. That means it's going to be Aaron is now in control of Ian. And it's Ian's turn. So we just got healed? We just got healed. And we have how many angry people now? You have two in the room, but the, the drow woman is in front of you. And she's the one that just pretty much lit you up. Did we, did we actually succeed in grabbing our friend by the ankle and pulling him off the altar? Or is he still there? He's still there because as soon as you went for the ankle, that's when she... Okay. Did we um, make contact with the ankle? You did make contact with the ankle. Okay. Was it cold and clammy? No. He is um, not <laughs> um, are we still technically entangled by the web? Yes. Oh, forgot about that. Um, but like, as I as I explained, you guys are within reach to get to the uh, to the lady. So can I um, grapple her to keep her from casting? Uh, yes. It will be an opposed strength or athletics. Right? Am I good at athletics? I, uh, I am. I am awesome at the athletics. Hooray! This is a good decision. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Not as good. <laughs> well, you, you never know. So what is that? Oh, I it's a one. one. Oh, no! A nat one. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. So negativo. Even with your yeah yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I don't oh, think sticky you web. have enough. Bonus yeah. guy, you you yeah. have a two, and I was gonna say I only rolled a five, and they have a negative one on their strength. Well, but my my athletics is five. I don't I don't know which oh, way you yeah, guys play. Yeah. So it was technically a six. Uh, I mean, it, it, I smile winningly. Yeah, it, it's it's more of a it's not it's it's a skill check. It's not an attack roll. So there's a difference. Yeah. So the way the way I play is skill checks don't are not auto succeeds or auto fails on 20s or 1s. It's more of uh, attack rolls are the only ones that that really matters to. So Smile well, with your teeth. So yes, you, you do technically succeed. Yeah. I was looking at your acrobatics, not your athletics. So you do have her grappled. It's a weak grapple, but, but that, could be, that could be attributed to the fact that you're having to kind of clamber through the web. So okay. congratulations. Huzzah. Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, Huzzah! <laughs> when I um, so that's technically my action, right? So I don't get an attack. No, this round. yeah, that's okay. your action. But you do have a grapple, which does help your other two companions actually attack her, and you know that's always a good thing. Okay. Speaking of your other companions, it's your druid friend, and Ellen. She, she's going to attack the other druid that's. Uh, the other drow that's still in the room. Get it, Owen. And absolutely hits it. Yes. And that's going to be enough to kill it. So, uh, Owen is motivated, apparently. And we're going to go back to Lady Drow. Now, because she's grappled. Oh, gosh. Why are we doing that? There. Okay. Lady Drow. Uh, she is. Okay, so. This is a... Oh, I need to roll. Okay, she did drop Witch Bolt. I forgot to roll for that. So she dropped Witch Bolt. That's good. So she's just going to try and get out since you were so weak. She thinks she can do it. So it's another opposed 
and Aaron, you're still in control, so you get to roll the athletics check again. Huzzah. She rolled a lot better this time. So did I, thank God. Uh, 15. Okay, yeah, you still, you're still, you, you're able to hug, get uh-huh. a n- much tighter grip this time around. Bear hug. So, Alora, you're up. Okay. Uh, so it's just the chief lady drow left in here, right? Just the chief lady drow, yes. And I'm hugging. Yeah, Enon seems to... Enon has a really good grip, which is Uh, good for you. Well, I'm thinking I'm actually going to grab the archdruid and try to drag him a little ways out of the fight. Okay. Uh, You're going to have to... You're in the web, so it's difficult terrain. No, I'm not, because I got out as a spider. Yeah, but it's still there, so it's difficult terrain. Which cuts your speed, essentially. Well, my normal speed is uh, 30. 30 feet, so... So I only get 15 feet of movement? I believe so. Okay, so I'm going to drag him 15 feet away if I can. All right. And Ian and the next controller of Ian, I have to keep reverting to my notes, is going to be... Uh, it's it's the enabler. That's- Jackie. Yeah. Cool. This is great. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my, my hug on, right? You're getting your hug on. So I'm much hug. hug on. Mm, such a hug. Um, well, shit. <laughs> Whose bright idea was it to hug her? <laughs> it was. Uh, I winked at her. I thought she responded. <laughs> Wait, why? Why are we hugging her? Give her a little kiss. Uh, we're we're <laughs> hugging her to make sure that she doesn't cast on anybody else. Well, can she still cast using verbals though? That's why the little kiss. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's a great idea. That is a damn great idea. Uh-huh. Are we attacking her with loogies again? <laughs> I oh, actually no. I know it's been in that mouth, and it's been me. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, it, we made it. So how gross can it really be? Very. Yeah, but do you ever gross. want to like reuse a tissue? I'm just saying, and that's going in your mouth. Look, we're we it. it can I throw her Relationships require compromise. Can I throw her into the web? I want to throw her into the web. Get her all stickified. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, that's a strength check, and you have advantage, or an athletics check. Great ideas. I'm going to attack her while she's down. Score! Excellent. All right, so I'm going to make my roll. Okay. Ooh. And I got a... T- 10 plus this should be plus was it one or three i think it's one because of the initiative right no your attack roll is a it has a different modifier i'm sorry it is a plus where are you uh attack roll is plus five plus five okay Ooh. so that's gonna be a 15 nice. uh, let's see i believe that does hit yes Awesome. And 2d6. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus 2, I believe. Yes, 2d6. Two, two, so that is going to be 11 total. Dang. Yeah. Very good hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. And we're going to go back and it's your female draw's turn. Uh, she's not happy. She's, she's, she's not mine because, you know, consent matters. Okay. Yeah. She's, You're right. She's, She's not happy. Um, also, I ain't your friend, pal. 
And she's going straight. I ain't your out. friend, she's, buddy. She's going for. Uh, she can go after Elwyn because Elwyn has the priest, and that's what she cares about most. And she's going to. Let's see if she even hits. I don't think she is going to hit. So she was trying to cast a lightning uh, bolt mm. at, uh, at Elwyn, but it goes wide because of everything that Ian has done to her. Yeah. Just make it uh, sound so wrong. I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> I am trying to say a silly friend, okay? Alora, you are up. Well, I was thinking we'd just kind of take him to the doorway and then prop him up and see yeah. how things are going with Ian and then the aforementioned. Yeah, and Lady Draw missed, and you did that, so now it's Eden's turn, and we said Tyler was up next. So I thought Tyler... it was Attack Voice. No, Attack Voice is dead last. Oh. Aww. Attack Voice rolled a two. You did. That, that is that is valid. Yeah, so he's like, that is correct. It, it is Tyler, who is now in control. Uh, okay. You have done significant damage to uh, Lady Drow. Yes. At this point. Um, so what are the other entrances and exits from this room? Is it there is one. One in or one out. Okay. Um, well, then I would like to start by using my bonus action to second wind because we've taken some damage here. Okay. So that's 1d10 plus 5, so 15. Woohoo! Max second wind. Okay. Maximum. And then, um, well, I really wanted to try to find out what kind of repercussions there were from that thunder wave going off because you can hear it out to like 300 feet. But if there's only one exit, I feel like Alora's probably got that covered. Yeah. Okay. Well, then in that case, I will just attack the drow. (laughs) All right. So I have extra attack, right? Two attacks here. You do. Thought I saw that somewhere around here. Okay. So I'll use the great sword and I will do two attacks then. Go for it. Roll okay. your first one. The first one is an 18. That will hit. Okay. 2d6 plus 12. Plus 2. Not 12. Oh, yeah. Uh, 12. You're not that like high. A massive modifier. I think one of my one of my characters has like a plus 11. But they're also level oh, 17. So uh, so it's a 10 for the first damage. All right. That's very significant. Another giant gash into her. Okay. And she's like down in this uh, web, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to bring the sword down the one time, uh, kind of like deflect it off of them, and then wave it around the top and come back down like a windmill type deal for the second one. I like it. Um, 14 plus 5, 19. All right. Uh, is that to so, hit or is that damage? To hit. That oh. that will that will hit. Okay. And then uh, eleven damage. Eleven damage. All right. She is on the cusp, but she is still alive. Yes. All right. So I just want to like leave the sword in there because I know that the next part of me is going to want to do this. <laughs> Attack. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, once again, the. Ellen is tending to the archdruid at this point. Her, her focus seems to be solely on making sure he is okay. Lady Drow is... She's going to give one last gasp at trying to mess with you. Let's see. What are we going to... Yeah. Um, 
let's uh, here we have let's see if she can get this off she cannot you have rattled her brains yeah Alora, you are up what are you gonna do uh so elwyn see Eden seems to have lady draw handled and elwyn has got um arch druid so i'm gonna stick my head out the door just kind of give it the look left look right see if we got any anybody uh, coming uh it's a straight hallway up to the room that you were just in so okay you well, do not see any movement okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna be at the door i'm i'm at the ready i have my i think i have a shillelagh but i i have whatever my hand weapon is out okay and i'm taking care you know, attack voice you're in control now yay Attack voice. The good news is we're going to attack. <laughs> <laughs> and Lady Drow looks really bad. Thank goodness. Okay. So we will swing the great sword. <laughs> Please oh, tell no. me you do I have advantage from something at all? Uh, she is restrained. Uh, I don't know if that gives did, you advantage. I did leave the sword. You're welcome. The the torso mm-hmm. from the last hit. Actually, restrain does give attack rolls against creatures. You have an advantage on this. Thank God, that was a seven. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That's a fourteen on the die, which makes it a nineteen to hit. <gasps> that Ooh. does hit. Awesome. All right. Then, with my final words, we'll deal eleven damage. Hey. All right, attack hey. boys. I want. I want the best description you can give of what you are doing. Because this is a killing blow. On average, how much control would you say I have with precision with the, the great sword? Uh, let's see. If I'm going over the whole season, uh, you're, you're, you're about 50%. <laughs> All right. I'm going to lean down and in common say, I'm going to release you from these bonds. Using the great sword, I'm going to slice the restraints and her chest cavity (laughs) and say, that had two meanings. And then I'm going to continue slicing upward until I get to her throat in in the tip goes. And then I will stand up and wipe my blade. All right. Damn. I guess it. she won't be sticking her neck out anymore. <laughs> hey. hey. All right. So you now out of combat. Uh, and we're looking over. So you're out of combat. You're in this room. There's blood and webs everywhere. Blood and webs. Tend to myself and my allies. Make sure that. There's nothing that needs to be done Act. before moving forward. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Ellen has done her job of making sure the Archdruid is stable. There's no residual magic or anything hovering over him. Uh, he is unconscious, but uh, she believes it's safe to move him. Cool. 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 All right. So. So I'll I'll work on carrying the Archdruid because I feel like Ian and in spite of his uh, many sort of like changes of opinion has is on a roll with this whole, you know, attacking business. Yeah. So I'm going to let him take care of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there, there 
as you find out, there's that was the uh, you pretty much have faced every druid that or every drow that was in this temple, uh, and the journey back to town is rather peaceful. Um, no encounters, and you are welcomed back with great uh, fervor as people realize that you have successfully rescued the Archdruid. On on the road back, can I talk to Ianin? Yes, you can. You can absolutely talk to Ianin. No. <laughs> Doesn't miss We need me time. <laughs> <laughs> we time. <laughs> me time. So, so you know, kind of carrying this Archdruid or whatever, I'm like, uh, so, hey man, how you, how you doing? Well, been better, but been worse. Okay, well, way to stick that positivity in there. <laughs> We've been doing better about positivity lately. All of us. All what of are, us together. What are, what are you planning to do after the ceremonial, Laura? Oh, go to school, I guess. I'm hoping this counts for some extra credit somewhere. I mean, saving like... Our school is for fools. An entire civilization, you know. Going to school, after all of this, don't you feel like you're a bit more qualified than that? Yeah. I mean, what else would I be doing? Like, I... I what do you... No, go ahead. What are you I, going I'm, to school to be able to do? Uh, get more druidy and be able to do more stuff and turn into more animals and also... Uh, I mean, I don't think we ever really talked about this because it's kind of personal, but I feel like we've been through a lot. I feel like, I feel like we bonded. And, um, so, I mean, there's, okay. If I tell you this, you're not going to tell anybody, right? Like, oh no. Okay, Stage three clinger. <laughs> abort. 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 Definitely will. <laughs> oh, we definitely will. I already don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't have friends, so you're good. <laughs> I don't have friends. Um, but yeah, so like I have always wanted to be a druid, but one of the main reasons I want to be a druid is because outside of my town, so my town is like small and up in the mountains and nobody ever goes there, but like a little further up the mountain, there's like this glade, right? And there's something evil about it. And I don't know what the evil is, but I thought if I got more education slash more powerful, I could one, learn what the evil is Two, We could attack it. We could attack it. <laughs> You're sounding awfully wizardy right now and not very druidy. I feel like protecting the glaive is more important than going to school, especially since we've already proven our prowess. <laughs> but how am I going to protect the glade if I don't know how to protect the glade? You know what? Hands on experience. Hands on experience. Yeah, I was going to say, we've learned some things since embarking on this journey more than you learned at that school of yours beforehand. So, <laughs> but school didn't even start. Like, School was literally put on hold. See, because see, of, yes, does she even need school? Not efficient. Think, <laughs> think of the student loans you'll be incurring. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we should really turn this into a profitable invent, uh, adventure, you know? like. Is, is Ian in saying every one of these things? Like, or is all of it happening? <laughs> this is all going on in his head. Only what Attack Voice says is what you're hearing. Okay. Well, I do think that uh, pursuing profit is the right course. And worst case scenario, if we get there and the glade is, you know, a little, a little rough, a little tough, we can always leave, go back to your village and or back to the college. But if we get there and the glade is protected by like a child, then we could just strike it down and be good to go. Yeah. Especially if it's a child. Especially if it's a child. <laughs> like, I, I have or won every fight against a child. <laughs> <laughs> or if it is a child, 
we could just set it up with a nice family and let them take care of the child. (laughs) That guy. Encouraging some evil here. We already established that whatever the presence is in the glade, it's evil. So if you're saying put the evil in the family, not very good. That is not really good. No. Wait, I mean, what about a, a family? When did we start talking about a family? <laughs> oh shit, she's on to us. Oh, <laughs> Just run back to the woods. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so wait, are you offering to come back with me? Uh, yeah, I don't have anything better to do. What? Wait, 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 a, second, wait a second. <laughs> Why on, would we do on. that? Hold on, conference. <laughs> hold on. Oh, hang on. I have to have an inner monologue real quick. Stop walking for a second. We need to, really <laughs> <laughs> we need to you, make a list of we, pros and cons. Um, we are literally the hero of the realm. I know. Why would we go back to this glade? Are, like, are we the, the hero? Errol. The hero. Yes. If we get paid, I'm okay with it. Errol. We, I like money. we should be friends. Stoppers. Well, I. I am the peril stopper. And so I'm I know hearing... we put Hero of the Realm on our resume, but like we're basically what's a resume? Security, so what's a resume? <laughs> I mean, we're still going to go back and collect our accolades and prize money and um, adoration money? and all that. this other stuff. But afterwards, I don't see why we can't go stop the Glade from being evil. As long as there's profit involved. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the middle step. Oh, okay, that's then the good. Middle, that's the middle. The profit's step. not important. I thought profit was the last step. but we're we're already talking about next steps so and then we'll give our profit away no no okay we will give it away to investors who will then implode said profit yeah yeah i'm with enabler on this one (laughs) yeah i have good ideas i'm like that lawful good guy we can give the profits in exchange for goods or services everybody wins especially us we can't just Scrooge McDuck this? I mean, we, I never said all the profits. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, is Alora just seeing Ian and, like, standing in the middle of the road, like, muttering to himself? He, he kind of is, yes. yeah. I turn my back and I'm just like, no, what? Profits? What? Profits? <laughs> Stock and- options. <laughs> Stock options. Buybacks. Oh, Blue dear. chip. Um, <laughs> so, so Alora's just going to stand there kind of watching Ian and be like, uh, so is that a yes or? We'll call it a, I turn around, like whip it around. We'll call it a maybe. We'll decide when we get back to town after profits. Yes. Profit. Profit okay. is good. I mean, I'm just with a poor college FI, student. Not a P-H-E. So... Sorry, say it again. I said with an F-I, not a P-H-E. Profits. Uh, profits. I got That's it. a really important distinction. <laughs> we should start a company called the Profits of Profit. <gasps> That's a great idea. We should do that. Oh, and then we'll and give then away we'll all, all of our funding. Laura, oh my God, don't be that guy. <laughs> how do you feel about puns and entrepreneurial spirit? Uh, so far, I like both. I'm really into puns and I like entrepreneurialness, but I don't know much about it, which brings us back to why I'm here at college. That's okay. That's okay. We can, we, we can accept an intern. Yeah, we have an apprenticeship. Unpaid, unpaid intern. Yes, unpaid intern. Because you're a druid, you don't have, you have no need for worldly possessions. I get this. I'm trying to help you. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, I just want you to know, man. Like, I feel like we've gotten real close on this whole encounter, and and you know, I want to make sure you're okay and stuff. And disagree uh, with her. <laughs> disagree. Uh, okay, maybe a, a generous term, but we'll. Uh, We'll we'll play it by ear. 
Okay, well, Laura, Laura's cool with that, so she's going to keep walking towards town. <laughs> yep, continue onward. As we get into town, as we're walking, I'm going to be flexing as much as possible. Um, what I, need I concur to, with this. What I need this, to this remove, is a good move. What I need this to remove is a very good move. Any armor in order to show off my mad flexes. Jeff? DM? What? Do what I need to remove any armor in order to, to, to showcase my, my sick flexes? Uh, you probably, if you want to take off your, your chest piece, you might, so you can oh, show up. Do the cape thing. Do the oh, yeah, cape. no, we're flaring the, we're, we'll flip the cape back oh, and then come yeah. up into the flex for <laughs> seconds. And then, let's see, what other dramatic flare can we add? Um, you gotta do uh, like the hair toss thing like the. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, Cape yeah. flare into the flex, into the great sword out, but up in the air so that I don't hit anybody with it. <laughs> make sure you hit those good angles, you know. <laughs> make sure, make sure you're walking about ten feet in front of your your comrades here. They don't want. We don't want anybody getting the, the suggestion that this was a group thing. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Alora was going to be walking from behind anyway. One, because she doesn't want to be bopped by like capes and flexes and and great swords, but also she's just kind of like, uh. <laughs> and I'm going to do the whole. Oh dear. I'm here. <laughs> oh Courage my the crowd. gosh! I also will demand that everyone pronounce my name correctly uh, as they chant, because I'm certain that some of the uh, uneducated masses will attempt to spell or speak it incorrectly. So I will make sure that everyone knows to pronounce it Ianin. 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 Oh, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Alora's <laughs> just been I mean, like Ianin. Friends yeah. with these peasants. We, we like we like Ian and more. All right, Ian and works. I'm okay with that. <laughs> what if what if we go with Ian in? Ian in. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of a. Uh, I like it. Yeah. You guys come sweet into town. Ian in in his full. Yeah, That one. We'll go with that one. Comes out like a chitter. But they can. With his full flourish, the crowd is very excited to see you all. Uh, the Archdruid is healed. The crown is restored. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the ceremony goes <laughs> What off. can I say except you're welcome? Hey! Where's my performance check? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and make that roll. 19. That's oh my gosh, so attack voice can succeed. I'm singing. <laughs> all right performance is a zero that's not bad we're singing at a above average well above i was gonna average. say a 19 yeah. for you is really good yeah uh we're no, doing a really good job doing a song and dance down the street flare flex or <laughs> sing you know yeah <laughs> whole show <laughs> that is amazing amazing primo oh yeah i'm here you're for so it. talented i love this <laughs> So, that is the only double-digit roll other than that attack roll that I've had this entire session. Uh-huh. You're attacking the audience with your majesty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I am assaulting their senses. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so we get into uh, town? <laughs> yes, you get into town. The ceremony goes off as was originally planned. Who's the new king or queen? Is it a king or is it a queen? It's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, nice try, but no. 
<laughs> it, I don't know. That'd be pretty dope, actually. It's 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 a uh, a good looking female elf is is put into is is coordinated and good looking. Uh, we should yes. buy her a drink. <laughs> buy her a drink. Al- Alora is uh, is actually inducted into school as a second year student. Hey, skipped a uh, year. What? Hey, you did get college credits. And, <laughs> yeah, I did. And Ian is is giving uh, a promotion. He is now uh, one of Wait, the. Wait, we have a job. Yeah, you you were you were part of the guard corps. You're sort of campus <laughs> security. <laughs> now he's you, shift you, manager. You're a captain of the guard now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Well, After all that, I only get captain? Come on, now. <laughs> I must apologize. I will be taking my captainly duties somewhere where I will be more appreciated and rank increase. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait. Am I getting a pay increase? Are we getting a pay increase? <laughs> yes. Are we getting paid to begin with? <laughs> yes, you would have gotten paid, yes. Oh, I like money. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, and, and 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 that's the season. And I want to thank each and every one of you for making this one of the best sessions yes. of the season by far. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel like I feel like I could have just had a session of everybody playing the same character, and it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, y'all rocked. By the way, thank that you was, guys. That, that was, was amazing. So entertaining. So cool. Um, <laughs> Make a little dance. Okay. Joseph, you have thoughts, concerns? No concerns whatsoever. Uh, thanks, guys, for just being a part of it and making Ian in real. And even though there's like nine different personalities, which is great. But... I think he's extra <laughs> real at this point in time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, say, I think that, oh, yeah. that only added to him. Uh, and this session was just so entertaining. Listen to you guys kind of you have your own peanut gallery inside your head as you're doing every little thing it was dope it was so fun yeah and it's it's turning into a dollhouse kind of situation like each new uh like person that he downloads and then it kind of melds into one like glorious hole <laughs> so what's really awesome about this experience is uh in world of darkness you have something that is referred to as the malkavian madness network and it's essentially every single Malkavian is all connected into a group think. And I imagine this is essentially what it's like, but rather being in like, you know, multiple voices inside one head, it is all the voices from everybody in sort of this insane collective. And then you have mm-hmm. to discern the difference between that collective and your own madness. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be using this experience uh, within yes. the uh, one world by night realm for that. Nice. Oh, this, 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 this awesome. is, this uh, I really enjoyed this, and again, thank you guys for for rolling with it and making this uh, just so much more enjoyable. The voices in the head worked out. Do you get it? Do you get it? Thanks for rolling with it. Ah, get it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I really, uh, yeah. This 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 voices in the head thing worked out so much better than I thought it would. And I definitely want to do this again. <laughs> yeah. We will, we will do this again. Um, Jocelyn, you want to wanna take us out? Well, first, I'd like to give everybody an opportunity if you have any sort of social media feeds or whatever that you want to promote. So, I mean, start Decky. whoever. Yeah, shamelessly self-promote. Let's go. 
Oh yeah, no, uh, same uh, shameless uh, self-promotion of the One World by Night LARPing organization. Since the quarantine has happened, we have moved a majority of our games onto the online Discord space now. So if you look us up online, One World by Night, then you can find us, you can find a troop. Uh, we would be excited to have you. We are a collective storytelling force that spans across multiple countries. Real nice. quick, uh, Jackie, there are three One World by Nights on Facebook. Uh, Hugh will want to go with the main page. Got it. But yeah, for, for those who are interested, we, we do have a Facebook group, One World by Night. We would be excited to have you. Sure. Um, and I run D20 Inspiration, and you can find us on Instagram at d20.inspiration. And we also have a website, d20inspiration.com. And we're on Facebook and Etsy. Noise. Oh, I think I've smelled one of those candles. They're so great. Yeah, yeah. they are. Oh, yeah, there's they're super of, awesome. I still have there. several of them. Boxes. Yeah, we still have a couple of the wax melt things, but I've been unable to locate our wax melter. So I'm looking at them like, man, uh, I want to smell those, but nothing to melt them mm-hmm. in. Hey. I actually got um, my girlfriend and I uh, some candles this uh, past Christmas from Tyler, and it and he actually does custom prints. Like he'll uh, put whatever you want on the candle. So we got our first place together, and so I put our first place on the on the candle, and so it's like a nice keepsake too. Hey, hey, Chad, I'm the mod of that group, and I was so excited when I saw your name come up. Hey. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't run anything but i am currently part of a um, mage game which we have made our own fifth edition where we've kind of bootlegged the vampire fifth edition with the mage rules um so if you're interested we do have that available on our website um and we play every three weeks it's kind of odd schedule um but you can find that at twitch.tv at uh slash lady nerdbird no i uh i am taking a sort of mental break from most of my creative outlets uh, just to give myself a chance to kind of slow down a little bit. I've been moving nonstop on a bunch of stuff for the last year. So mm-hmm. 2020, I am taking some time just to kind of get my mental health straight. Um, I am trying to come up with an idea for a podcast uh, because my last one just got too, I got caught too caught up in all of it. Um, but so mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with something that a little bit more free form stream of consciousness, a little easier to just talk about that didn't require me to do hours of research before setting it up. Uh, so at some point, that'll be out there, but not yet. Uh, I don't exist on the internet. I am a ghost. <laughs> uh, if anybody doxes me, I will fake my own death. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So Good to know. Okay. With bombs. With, yeah. Yeah. With bombs. With the bombs. Because I know about saltpeter, I could do whatever. That's right. Like, Except I, I don't know if there are caves here. I don't think I have caves where I live now. Just Amazon it, man. Yeah. Amazon a cave? <laughs> no, I was thinking like Amazon the saltpeter, but a cave would be even better. They Won't they Amazon you a car now? Like you I don't order think that a it's a, no. considered a priority delivery at this point in time. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. We have a car sure. vending machine here. I, we don't oh, yeah, need to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Carvana car vending machine. Chad. But, um, oh, sorry. I recently Just moved in Oklahoma, uh-huh. moved to Oklahoma City, and we don't know what any of the good game shops are or like good groups to get involved in, in games in this area. So if mm-hmm. any of your listeners are in Oklahoma City, uh, you know, don't find me on the internet on account of the fake death, but you know, maybe... <laughs> Maybe email Jocelyn and let her know, and then she'll let me know. It's true. Should that happen, I will pass it along. How about you, Chad? You got anything you want to promote? Just his wine collection. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> extensive wine collection. Uh, I don't have any social media outlets of my own. No, uh, everything that I had that was uh, D&D related, I've uh, since pawned off on other people at this point. Uh, I think the biggest thing I'll promote is Extra Life, the fundraiser event that happens mm-hmm. every year. I'd like to just bring that out to uh, people's recollection that as we're in the space of online gaming and just online RPGs to keep that out uh, in your minds for uh, when those events occur. Those uh, go on to sponsor the Children's Miracle Network. So mm-hmm. that's always a great thing to get involved with. So just shout out to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Sweet. And Stay then... inside. Say what? Stay inside. Wash your hands. Oh, yeah. Don't touch your face. Wash. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't lick stuff. So Stay I'm going to give you a quote from uh, from the group that I help moderate, the One World by Night Sabat group, who is uh-huh. at constant war with uh, the Ivory Tower, also known as the Camarilla. And that quote is, don't be a dirty cami and wash your handies. Hey. There you go. I like there it. You go. I like it. Joseph, you want to promote Bookshop? Let's do it. So, as always, this episode of Huzzah D&D Beyond the Rules is brought to you by Bookshop Media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, finally. I'm finally on Instagram. Hey! And that's really about it. I've really enjoyed doing season one with you guys, and I cannot wait for season two. Whoop, whoop. Yeah! We are very excited. We so Yeah, thanks, Joseph, for supporting us in this first season. We've really enjoyed it. And uh, so you can find, if you're interested in some of the stuff that we do, both with Joseph and just kind of on our own, you can look us up uh, at the Geek Renaissance. If the whole thing, the Geek Renaissance doesn't work, just try leaving off the E because I'm pretty sure on Twitter we're like Geek Renaissance, no E. So you find us on Twitter, Facebook, we have a YouTube channel and um, Instagram. We are also on Instagram finally. <laughs> cool. We're pretty great. Um, and so I, I think that leads us to huzzah time. Are we ready? Woo! Time. Can you count us off? With- yeah. Uh, so thank you everybody again so much for coming. We had so much fun having you. Thank you all our listeners for being with us. And in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah!